As of Monday, five Canadians have been killed in the Israel-Hamas war and three more remain missing. The Canadian anti-hate network remains mum on anti-Israel protests raging across Canada. The Conservatives are demanding a parliamentary review of the CBC's coverage of the Israel-Hamas war. Hello Canada, it's Tuesday, October 17th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosman Georgia. And I'm Noah Jarvis. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. As of Monday, five Canadians have been killed in the Israel-Hamas war, according to Global Affairs Canada, and three more remain missing. The Hamas attack on Israel began on Saturday, October 7th, and so far thousands of people have been killed or taken hostage by Hamas. In the last 24 hours, Global Affairs Canada has received over 800 inquiries regarding Canadians still in Israel and around 4,200 inquiries since the attack first began. A team of Canadian experts traveled to Tel Aviv to assist with hostage negotiations. However, Global Affairs Canada has not yet confirmed if the three missing Canadians have been taken hostage. Currently, an estimated 6,800 Canadians are registered in Israel, with over 450 in the West Bank of Gaza. There are 3,300 Canadians and permanent residents being assisted by Global Affairs Canada. Around 1,000 Canadians and their families have been since relocated from Israel to Athens through an airlift operation conducted by the Canadian Armed Forces that offered two flights daily to those attempting to escape combat zones. A ground offensive in Gaza is being prepared and is pretty close to being implemented according to the Israeli Defense Forces, who have ordered civilians to leave the area. For Canadians stuck in the West Bank, the government is making plans to get them out via ground transportation through Jordan in the coming days. On Monday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau called for Hamas to immediately free Israeli hostages and permit humanitarian access into Gaza. So Noah, we have some details about the victims. One of the Canadians killed during Hamas's attack on Israel died saving his fiance, according to his family. Netta Epstein, who was born in Israel but also has Canadian citizenship, jumped on a grenade to protect his fiance Irene Shavit, Epstein's mother said in an interview recently. So we see the Canadian government here engaging in uh, attempts to provide humanitarian aid, attempts to provide evacuation avenues for the Canadians currently stuck in Gaza or Israel, uh, currently being impacted by this conflict. Noah, do you think the Canadian government can do more to help Israel during this war? And what would that look like? Could it potentially be military aid? I think the Canadian government could do more to help Israel in this war, although I don't believe that it should be coming in the form of military aid. Um, 
quite frankly, Canada's military has already been drained after years of neglect by multiple governments, uh, conservative and liberal, and the fact that we've been giving a lot of uh, armaments to the Ukraine, which we've been uh, helping for over a year now. So, and not only that, but Israel, they receive a lot of uh, military aid from the United States. Their Iron Dome is largely, if not entirely, funded by the United States, and they have received uh, tens of billions of dollars worth of military aid. Israel is a strong country with a strong military, and I'm sure that they have the resources necessary in order to engage in an on-the-ground offensive. What Canada can do to help is to make sure that as many Canadians who want to get home can get home safely as possible and to provide them with the resources necessary to keep them safe, to keep them well fed, uh, etc. You know, it is our job as Canadians to look out for Canadians overseas. And I think that the Canadian government should be doing more to help facilitate that. Amid nationwide demonstrations by supporters of Hamas, one federally funded anti-hate organization has been apparently silent regarding anti-Semitic incidents and threats faced by Canadian Jewish communities. The Canadian Anti-Hate Network, an organization that has received substantial funding from the federal government, has not published any reports or public comments on the anti-Semitism faced by Canadian Jews during these protests. Hamas's attack on Israel last weekend triggered a series of rallies across Canada with major anti-Israel demonstrations held in cities such as Ottawa, Toronto, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Montreal. Tensions have often flared during these gatherings, leading to occasional clashes between pro-Palestinian and pro-Israeli demonstrators. The protests have also showcased controversial statements, including calls for violence and escalation. In one alarming incident in Edmonton, a rally speaker said Israel had no civilians, seemingly justifying the indiscriminate killing of Israeli citizens by Hamas. No articles have been published on the Canadian Anti-Hate Network's website since Hamas's attack on October 7th. The Canadian Anti-Hate Network's account on X, formerly Twitter, has not posted anything since October 6th either. So, Cosman, I think it's been well established that the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, they target right-wingers and try to depict them as far-right. And they don't do nearly the same for similar groups uh, on the left. So is this just further evidence uh, that goes to show that the Canadian Anti-Hate Network is just a far left activist group that receives funding from the federal government? Absolutely. I think we're seeing fissures in these left wing organizations where internally there's probably a lot of infighting and debate happening over this exact issue because... I don't think the left is consolidated on the Israel-Palestine conflict. I think there is a large segment of people who are very pro-Palestine, who are very supportive of Hamas's actions, describing it as so-called resistance. But I'm sure there are people who find that abhorrent. And here we see with a group that is supposedly solely dedicated to fighting hate, We've seen a lot of elements of hate at these pro-Hamas protests across Canada, people coming out uh, with all kinds of, you know, quite anti-Semitic slogans and signage, and they haven't posted anything. And the last time, as, as you mentioned, was October 5th. I'm looking at their uh, front page 
right now, and there isn't a single word about the protests that happen in major Canadian cities. The last article about protests was actually about the One Million March for Children, which this organization is calling hateful and, and having hateful elements, but not a word about these pro-Hamas protests, Noah. You're right, Cosman. If we just look at the Canadian Anti-Hate Network's history, as you mentioned, they targeted the Million Person March, which is just an organization, or not even an organization, it was a gathering of parents and concerned Canadians about parental rights and having the ability to make decisions about your child's future uh, free from government coercion, sort of similar to the demands that First Nations people have been making for hundreds of years regarding the residential school system. Uh, but even if you look further back into the Canadian Anti-Hate Network's uh, history, you see that during the Freedom Convoy, they played a major point in elevating fears and uh, just overall distrust against the convoy, helping the federal government's narrative, uh, which they did semi-successfully because the federal government they did end up invoking the emergencies act and then months later uh, after they had you know helped the federal government in that way they received a two hundred and sixty eight thousand four hundred dollar grant from the liberal government and they are seeking five million dollars more uh, from the federal government i don't know what they are going to do with that money uh, clearly it is just going to fund their misinformation machine yeah, and that's an important aspect of this. You would think that the Canadian Anti-Hate Network would rally behind the Canadian government's messaging on Israel. You know, the Liberal government, uh, despite their faults, have been pretty consistent on this issue. Uh, I don't think that's the case of the NDP. But the Liberals have at least uh, took a quite defiantly pro-Israel uh, stance. But yet, the Canadian Anti-Hate Network it seems to be not touching this issue. And when I asked them about this, they haven't replied yet. They haven't said anything to me. Um, they, they have gotten back to me before, but on this matter... They're keeping their lips sealed. And could it have to do with that request for $5 million additional taxpayer money? Yeah, I, I think that's, that's definitely an element at play here. The Conservative Party announced that they will demand that CBC News' coverage of Hamas's attack on Israel be reviewed at committee in the House of Commons. Conservative MP for Lethbridge and Shadow Minister for Canadian Heritage Rachel Thomas posted on X that she plans to call for a review of the taxpayer-funded broadcaster in response to their coverage of the Hamas attack on Israel, which began on October 7th. Thomas wrote, quote, CBC must answer for downplaying Hamas's violence, including against Israeli babies and spreading intentional disinformation. Canadians, especially the Jewish community, demand answers. On Tuesday, Conservatives will call for this matter to be studied at committee. The request comes as an internal email from the broadcaster instructed employees not to use the word terrorist when reporting on the Israeli-Hamas war. CBC's Director of Journalistic Standards and Public Trust, George Aki, instructed CBC journalists not to refer to anyone as terrorists when reporting on the conflict. Hamas has been designated as a terror organization by the Canadian government since 2002, 
and other countries have also made similar designations. True North reached out to CBC News for comment on Thomas's post and request, calling for several members of the CBC to be brought forward for questioning from committee. CBC spokesperson Leon Marr responded by saying that critics have misrepresented their journalistic standards and practices. Thomas wants to summon Aki for two hours of questioning before the committee, along with CBC President Catherine Tate and CBC Ombudsman Jack Nagler. I'll be quite frank, Noah, I haven't been monitoring CBC's coverage of the uh, Israel-Hamas war that much, but have you seen any instances of CBC's coverage where it has been questionable? I mean, we have this memo here instructing reporters not to use the term terrorist or at least to provide, you know, some contextual background about why Hamas is a terror organization. So are there any particular instances that you've seen recently about this? You know, Cosman, like you, I haven't been <laughs> paying attention to CBC's coverage much because True North's coverage of this incident has been so good. But there was one incident that uh, stood out to me. There was a member of the IDF. I believe he was a commander, but I don't remember his position. He went on a CBC uh, news broadcast where the CBC journalists seemed to want to uh, just grill him. He tried to portray Hamas as militants and whatnot. The same sort of whitewashing that they do in their written reports. And this uh, IDF um, soldier commander, whatnot, he had to correct uh, the C uh, the CBC journalist interviewing him uh, and correct the record with the fact that, yes, this is violent terrorism and Israel does have a right to de defend themselves uh, against this sort of uh, heinous terrorism. But the fact that the CBC refuses to define uh, Hamas's attacks as terrorism is absolutely ri uh, ridiculous. And I think journalistic malpractice, what is the definition of terrorism? It's politically motivated violence and extremism. Uh, how is Hamas's attacks not, you know, a shining example, a textbook dictionary example of terrorism? They have the goals to eliminate the state of Israel from river to sea, which is a genocidal call. Uh, and they plan on doing that through violent extremist measures through the most heinous murders and kidnappings and rapings possible. That is Hamas's uh, memo. That is their MO. Uh, and the CBC refusing to call it what it is, is just a whitewashing of terrorism. They are complicit in that. That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Plus, The Andrew Lawton Show will be live at 1 p.m. Eastern today. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.